Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Bandit Show. Joined by Luke and Chris yet again to cap off the top 40 QBs and find out who's got that coveted number one spot in the NFL. Let's jump over to the list. You see we've got everything that's already been revealed up on the screen for you. And um, 10 through 6 has already been um, unveiled, that would be my bad. But feel free to open the floor, Luke and Chris. Yeah, so I've got uh, Dak Prescott, number 10. Um, I'm a bit higher on him than Luke is, but I think what he's sort of done over the past couple of years um, in Dallas, he's sort of proven himself as one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And uh, he's, he does things for that team that other quarterbacks can't do. So when they're, like when they're inside uh, 15, 20 yards uh, from the goal line, that he can, he can take that ball and run it in. So he adds like another dimension uh, to the game that not all other quarterbacks can do. Um, he's got a bit of work that he needs to do with regards to his throwing. He's not one of he's he's probably not a top ten thrower uh, in the league. But I think everything else that he probably gives to the team, like his leadership, brings the whole team together. Um, and it could be a year where it really does come together for him um, with this cast that he's got around him. Like he's very fortunate to have probably the best receiving core now. Uh, in the league, he's got a top five offensive line in the league, and he's got a top running back in the league. Don't know if he's quite a top five anymore, but like for me, he's not. But he is one of the top ten best running backs probably in Zeke. So he's got he's always had a really good cast around him, um, and potentially that um, makes him sometimes look a little bit better than he actually is. So I'm not like willing to put him any higher than that. But I think top ten Prescott is 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 big really. Um, I don't really see him ever really elevating himself into like top five sort of status like QBs. I think this is sort of like where he sort of peaks out at around that sort of top ten range, um, and it could it could potentially be um, a big big year for him, knowing that he's on that franchise tag and he could be the next uh, quarterback to get that big deal. Well, yeah, this is now he's got to prove himself that he's worth that that money that he wants. He's done it twice, hasn't he? Now he's backed himself against the the franchise tag. But I, I do like him. I, I agree with Chris that he probably does sort of top out at maybe like 10, maybe slightly higher. I don't think he's really got the throwing ability to ever, to ever get into that top five. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a solid quarterback and I think Dallas would be crazy not to sign him long term. Fantastic leader. I do, you do see um, there's a lot of clips, and he's just, or like every press conference he does, he's always talking we, and then he wants to talk the next game, and he's never focused on uh, individuals. Yeah, he was like that even when he came in. He obviously he came in a little bit older uh, than some rookies, but um, no, he was he sort of took the team on from the moment he was there, and like you say. He's had a good supporting cast around him ever since he's been in the league, but I, I think he is a, a top, top quarterback. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm probably more on the side of Luke where he's, I've put him a bit lower, but so you can always prove me wrong this year and maybe get that Patrick Mahomes money. I mean, in terms of my list and Prescott, I think there's definite movement because I do think Looking at my list, you've got Big Ben, Rivers, Brady, potentially Breeze, who are all either going to retire in the next couple of years and or um, have a down year. So I could definitely see if we did this again next year, Prescott in that top 10. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, on the other side, you've got a different... Yeah, I've, I've got uh, Matt Stafford in at 10. I, I feel like he get he is quite underrated. I even was sort of mulling over talking about him the other week when we did the overrated, underrated players. I think he can make all the throws, and I think if you put him in an offense like uh, the Chiefs' offense, or you give him better—I wouldn't say weapons because I think he has got good receivers and he always has had good receivers—but I just don't think he's ever really had. A great OC. I don't think he's ever been on really a very good uh, Lions team. But I think if he was, I think you could definitely see Matt Stafford in that top five. I think he is that good and I think he can make all the throws. 
Yeah, I think there's a reason why he was like the number one overall pick all those years ago is because of uh, the talent that he does have. And like you said, Luke, he's he's got good receivers around him now. I wouldn't say he's got I wouldn't say he's got like like real like great receivers around him. He's always had good receivers. The only really great receiver he's ever had was uh, Megatron. Yeah. When he had him, he didn't have like anyone else with him. Oh, it was him, him it was and just, that was it. It was just Calvin Johnson. And then, yeah. like, ever since then, they've had, like, good number twos. I mean, Galladay's a really good receiver. I don't know if you'd really say he's, a, he's an out-and-out out number one receiver. Um, like, he's like he's a very good number two. I think it reminds me a little bit like Juju in that sort of sense, where they're both, like, really good number twos. They're not maybe not quite a number one. Like, I do really like Galladay, and I like um, Marvin Jones as well. Uh, but one of the things that he's never really had is a running game. Yeah. So it's it is sort of like defenses can they can they sort of know that the pass is coming, um, and like you said, um, you put him on a team where he's got like a good OC uh, and potentially a bit of a better offensive line around him. You could see like Patrick Mahomes type numbers. I'm not saying he's as good as Patrick Mahomes, obviously, but you could see him doing uh, like big things if he was in a team where potentially it was a bit more offensive minded and the team around him was better as well. He's been a little bit wasted, really. I sort of, you always sort of see them players who you sort of look back in after the career and you think, what a talent, what a talented player who's just never been given the opportunity to really grow within a team. Um, and I hope Detroit do sort of win with him and he has successful years with them. I know they've had relative success, but they've um, they've never gone far in the playoffs with him. Uh, but I, it would be nice to see him have some success later into his career. He could be one of them where if, if Detroit don't really have a good year again this year, where yeah. they actually look to reset and go quarterback route like or just or look to get rid of Stafford. Yeah, and just and, rebuild without the, the, the yeah, huge and money. He, he, ends up, he ends up going to another team and sort of has a, a resurgence at the end of his at the end of his career. Yeah, like he's not a young quarterback, but he's got he's got years left in him. Yeah. Um, I'd say a little bit like um, like Manning did with the Broncos, where he went to the Broncos for like one last run, yeah. uh, and they were like in that period where they had him, they were so competitive, and they were obviously won a Super Bowl and and came close on other years as well. I do. Um, I think. Stafford's a bit of a, a stat padder, I think it's proven, but that might obviously be because he's never had the run game. It might be that his numbers look a bit higher than they probably would be. Uh, I don't think I see much out of him where I'd, <clears throat> where I'd keep him up that high. Um, I do like him. He does have some good arm angles and he is a good player. Not sure I'd rate him as highly as you two, but not my list, so... Well, I seen a, I seen a clip actually today on uh, on I think it was the check down on Instagram. Um, I'll send it I'll send it over to you, Ben, because just watch that and oh, is it where there's about four defenders around him and he, he yeah, and he window. just absolutely he rifles it through like Ivan even it's you just yeah. watch it. There's there aren't many other people who can make that throw. Probably just the top five, top six players on our list that can, and that's yeah. Um, like we say, if he's if he's on a better if he's on a better team, then we're not talking about Matt Stafford in this section. I think we're both talking about him in them top five groupings. Mm, I don't know. I'm still a bit weird on him. Maybe if he, um, maybe we'll see in the next few years if he does get that better team. I might. Yeah. Well, speaking of stat padding, we've got number nine on my list, which is Drew Brees. <laughs> so. As well, that is Mr. Uh, Statpad in there. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's your Statpad for you. Um, I think when Pete like, I think like around this sort of level between the six to ten range is quite fair for Drew Brees. Now, I think when people say he's top five quarterback, still, I think they need to go back and actually watch the games and just watch that playoff game from last year, where like Sean Payton didn't want he was putting Taysom Hill in more and more and more in that game. Because Drew Brees isn't able to make those down the field throws, that uh, he can't make those 30, 40 yard 
trolls pushing the ball down the field anymore. He's very good at getting the ball out very quick, and he's got one. He's got one of the best receivers in in the NFL in Michael Thomas, who that's perfect for, and he's got one of the best offensive minds in the game in Sean Payton. So it's been perfect for Drew Brees, and he's been one of the best quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But uh, for me right now, he's not a top five quarterback anymore. I think this could be his last year uh, in the NFL. And it's it's written for him to go on and to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, and to be honest with you, I quite like it for him because he, like, he he probably deserves more than one Super Bowl. Um, but I think if they were to win the Super Bowl this year, I don't think it would be because of Drew Brees. I think it'd be because of the team around him. But he's still got to execute it and he's one of the smartest uh, minds in the game. And like I said, he's got that quick release and that's perfect for the offence that he's in at the minute. Yeah, he's, he's a safe type of quarterback, Drew Brees. I think he's always been very sort of surgical and he does what needs to be done. Uh, he's got obviously probably the best OC over maybe the last 20 years. Uh, maybe I'm a little bit, maybe I'm sort of giving him a few extra. I, I don't know exactly when Sean Payne came into the league off the top of the head. But I think over over the, a long period, Sean Payne has been the best. Uh, like we say, he's probably got the best receiver in football. Very good running game. Uh, a couple of other decent receivers to go along with that. A very good line. I think sometimes the line's a little bit underrated. I think the scene is having a good few players, but I think a lot of, near of all five of them are good. I know they've um, they got rid of Larry Walford and signed, or oh, they drafted Cesar Ruiz. But I think that's just their way of resetting again and just adding some uh, depth to that line, ready to go for another run. I'm obviously a little bit higher. I've got Brute freezing at six, but I do agree with a lot of Chris's points. He's, he's not what he used to be. He's slowing down as he gets older, but he's definitely capable of uh, of being on a Saints uh, Super Bowl winning side. I agree it's not going to be all Breeze, but I definitely can see him going to the Super Bowl with him. But I am, honestly think that these are, he's been sort of unlucky these past few years in his playoff games. Um, obviously the injury last year as well um, but he's been around this good team and I think this is it like people say oh it's his last chance because he's retiring but this is probably his last chance because they won't have the cap space to pay everyone who's yeah. on that roster I mean he's yeah. only he's, he signed a two year deal didn't he so I, if he wins the Super Bowl this year I think that'll be in done but He's not going to do more than two years. And I, I, he's picking up injuries a lot more frequently as well. Yeah. Um, clearly, he's, he's not what he was when he won his first Super Bowl. Um, <clears throat> but he still still makes some exceptional plays. And can't argue that he still fits today's game really well. Yeah. Um, uh, next up at nine, I've got Tom Brady. Obviously, a little bit higher than what Chris had him. Um, I think he's still he's still sort of worthy of being a top ten quarterback. Um, he didn't have the greatest year last year with um, with New England, but I don't think that was all on him. When you actually look at the receivers and the sort of offensive weapons he has, I don't think they were fantastic. Um, and they still made it to the playoffs. They still won that division again. Um, It'll be. In, I'm very interested to see how this season goes at Tampa. Uh, there'll be a, a lot of question marks if Brady and um, Bruce Arians can create an offense that suits them both and the receivers they have along with it. I'm not sold. I don't think they're going to be fantastic this year, but that doesn't take away from the fact that I still think Brady is uh, a top 10 quarterback. I mean, he still has that sort of clutch factor where He's probably, outside of maybe Mahomes, maybe Russell Wilson, I don't think there's another quarterback I'd take. Um, possibly Aaron Rodgers, but he's had a couple of down years. But you're taking a two-minute drill. Um, he is just so surgical. He knows how to run it. He's, he's just so good at it, and he's been doing it for 20 years. I think um, it's really weird to talk about this, but like the, the fact that Brady... He's so far into his career, but this could be 
finally sort of his proving year. The fact that he can finally prove that he was it wasn't the system, it was yeah. Brady that made the offense work. Or could flip the other way and we could all be saying, Yeah, he won six Super Bowls, but it was the coach that did it. Yeah, I think that's what makes it so interesting this year and so interesting the fact that he's left and he's on a different team that it's we finally get to find out like it's a shame that it never happened earlier, but at the same time, if it did happen earlier, then you wouldn't have that dynasty that they'll sit. I don't think so. I think they sort of go hand in hand a little bit. Um, but like, I do think it is more the coach and the system than it was the quarterback, Like, because Belichick proved that he could win with other quarterbacks when Brady wasn't, um, when he was either injured or when he was suspended. Um, the Patriots still managed to win games. Um, whether they won Super Bowls is a different matter, but I think you could, like I said uh, the other week, that I think you could put other quarterbacks on those Patriots teams and they'd still win Super Bowls. They might not win six, but they'd still win. But there's other quarterbacks that potentially you could put on that list, uh, not on that list, on that team, and they would win six Super Bowls, maybe more like. So um, it's like I say, it's just an interesting one. Um, they do go hand in hand, but we might finally get the answer this year, but it's just a shame that it's come when he's like 40 years old. Yeah, he's not He's not what he used to be. Um, I think, because obviously what, what you're saying is, because um, Belichick actually made the playoffs in 2008 when he had Matt Castle at quarterback. You know, like, <clears throat> it's definitely possible. And then, and even Jimmy Garoppolo got a massive deal off just playing four or five games in that system. Exactly. Like Brissett went to Indianapolis, ended up then becoming the starter there. So it's just like it, they just seem like they're just a bit of a machine um, down in New England. So um, I've got I've got Stafford at eight. Obviously, I've already spoke about him. So then uh, Matt Ryan, I've got at seven. Uh, Matty Ice. Um, I mean, again, he's. He's, he's not like a, a clutch... I don't think you'd put him in the sense of like a clutch quarterback like Luke just said, like with the Bradys and the Mahomeses um, and the Rodgerses. But I, I, he is, he, he's calm and he's cool under pressure. I mean, yeah, he, like the Falcons blew a, what was it, 28-3 lead um, in the Super Bowl. But, I mean, he's not out there playing corner for the Falcons, is he? Um like he's shown year after year after year at how consistent he is. And I suppose it does help that he's got Julio Jones there. Um, but he's he's a good quarterback. He makes the right decisions. Um, he can push the ball down the field. He can get it out quick. He just sort of does sort of everything that you'd want. And he can move around in the pocket and he can buy time. He's not going to take off and, and run for 20 yards but he can pick up a few yards if needed be. But like I said, like he, he's able to move around in the pocket. I think that's quite an underrated part of his game, um, that he doesn't just sit there and wait to be sacked. He will move around and sort of extend the play, which when you've got receivers like Julio Jones, um, makes it becomes absolutely massive. I think you could see in the next couple of years, Ryan falls further down these sort of lists. But I think at the moment, I think he's he's just he's just a very good NFL quarterback who deserves to be in a top ten. Um, I mean, that's it's weird because you won't put him in that sort of that clutch category, but he is he is a clutch quarterback because obviously that's where he's where the name comes from, and he he has led so many game-winning drives that he does sort of deserve to be in that. I mean, he is, I'm just looking it up, and he is in the fourth spot of most um, game-winning drives uh, with 38. He's just four spots under Roethlisberger, who's down at 12. That's what I mean. I think he's just, he, he, sort, he goes sort of unnoticed a little bit because he's not like flash. he's not a flashy quarterback. Um, he's, he just sort of does what's asked of him. And he's led that, like he went into that team as well, like after the whole Michael Vick scandal. And it was, it was like probably not an easy situation to go into. 
but for the past however many years, he's made them relevant. And obviously, he had his MVP year, which is well, more down to like Carl Shanahan being the OC. Um, but he still had to execute it. And you can see that obviously Carl Shanahan's gone on to other, like, other places and, and done things with other quarterbacks, but he's never had the success that he had when he had that he had with Matt Ryan. I think that's because Matt Ryan's probably the most talented quarterback that he's had. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, he does he does get um, he is probably a little bit underrated. He's maybe not what I feel maybe staff, Matt Stafford level underrated, but he does go under the radar and he doesn't get the same love that some of the top quarterbacks get because he doesn't make flashy throws all the time. But he's like you say, he's still a quarterback that won the MVP. Um, and yeah, he did it with Kyle Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan's unbelievable OC in the league. Um, but he was still making those plays. He was still converting third downs. He was still scoring touchdowns. And I do think he gets, like I say, I do think he is a little bit underrated. Um, he is getting towards the end of his career and the Falcons look like they're, they're struggling a bit at the minute and they're in a tough division and maybe he won't get another shot at the Super Bowl, which would be a shame that his only Super Bowl appearance is the most famous uh, come-from-behind win. Unfortunately, not for him, for the other team. Um but yeah, I mean, if they can reset, they've got, like I said, we both we both think top eight quarterback. So I don't think many people would argue with that. No, no, I don't think you can. I think he's fantastic. And I think the reason he's been flying under the radar is that the Falcons haven't really regained that, um, that momentum since the Super Bowl loss. No, they've never been able to re- re- uh, repeat it. Unfortunately, a lot of it was Cal Shanahan and his, his ability to run the ball and his ability to play design. But they've still got an MVP quarterback if they can find the right OC. <laughs> uh, next up, I've got Carson Wentz. Now, I'm, I'm going to sort of try and keep it a bit short so Chris can uh, pour, pour over this for as long as he wants. But I think Carson Wentz is another one. I think if he doesn't have the injury problems he's had for the last couple of years, for me, he'd be above Breeze and probably would be in my top five. But unfortunately, he just keeps getting these injuries. Every year, it feels like he gets an odd different injury and he's out for a couple of games or he misses the playoffs. That year that the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, he was playing at such a high level. Uh, he was the MVP that year for me, had he not been injured. Um, he's, he's got it all. Yeah, I do honestly think he has every attribute to be a top quarterback on par with the guys we have in, at the top um, of our list. And I think, assume, hoping he can have a couple of injury-free years, he will sort of solidify himself in that top five. Right, so are we ready? Well, I'll just, well, I'll just <laughs> buckle yourself in. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, start. Sit back and listen. Yeah, so I, like, I agree. I agree with everything Luke just said. There, um, he's the the thing is with Carson Wentz is when you when you talk about him, people talk about the injuries, and for me, I'm not really concerned about it because last year he showed that he could stay healthy. His injury last year was him getting um, concussed on a dirty hit yeah, to the back of the head. So like it's one of them, isn't it? Like you just, like, it's not his body's not brought down there. It's just he's been concussed. It's just unfortunate that it happened in a playoff game, um, and in like the first quarter. But everything else about his game, like just the way he sort of put that team on his back last year, with the receivers that he had around him, a bunch of no. Playoff game, they'd have beat the Seahawks because they kept it close with Josh McCowan at QB. Um, so I think they'd have won that. And then obviously, like I'm not saying they'd have gone on to like the Super Bowl or anything. Because I thought I think the 49ers last year were a much better team. They'd have been able to stop the Eagles, but he'd have been able to like silence a lot of the critics there. And when I think when people look at Wentz and they, and they had the whole thing of like, oh, should they have kept Falls? That's absolutely ridiculous because. Nick Foles 
is not the quarterback that Carson Wentz is. As much as Nick Foles like, had that historic run to the Super Bowl, um, it was the team around him that galvanised uh, and managed to win the Eagles that Super Bowl. It wasn't just Nick Foles that won the Eagles the Super Bowl. And that year, like Luke said, Carson Wentz, if he didn't, doesn't get injured, he's, he's the MVP um, that year. But I think over the next few years, you see, like Luke said, Carson Wentz solidifies himself as a top five quarterback. So I think some quarterbacks may potentially slip down. But if he does what he does that year that uh, the Eagles won the Super Bowl and plays like he did last year, uh, where he had a bunch of undrafted free agents around him, if he's able to, like, if the support cast they've put around him this year are able to play to just a higher level than what was out there for him last year. I think he's a top five quarterback um, and he's, he solidifies himself as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, um, definitely. I think everything about him is absolutely fantastic. He can definitely break into that um, that top five in the next few years. Um, you've already said to both of you that definitely would have won the MVP that first year. Um, but last year, like you said, he it's almost as if he walked out onto the street and he pointed at three people and he said, yeah, my new receivers, and he took them to the playoffs. Well, that's the thing, like... That, that team, when you actually look at that Philadelphia team last year, they had, like, four-string cornerbacks starting. They had a sort of wide receiver converted from a quarterback in college, catching game-winning touchdowns. It's, it's just crazy when you think about it. They've, they've obviously got players like Wentz and Cox, and they've got a lot of good, solid players, but there were some awful players on that team, and the fact that he was able to take them to the playoffs was just says it all about Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, absolutely decimated last year for injuries. I think one of the things that gets lost is that he has been lucky that he's always had a very good offensive line. Um, like he's had um, one. He's always probably always had a top five unit. Apart from his his first year in the league, probably wasn't. But um, he's got Lane Johnson at right tackle. He tends is the best right tackle in the league. I know Brandon Brooks is injured this year, so he's right guard. But they brought back Jason Peters to play right guard. Which, if that works out, he's been one of the best left tackles over the past 10, 15 years. So if he comes back and plays to just somewhat somewhat uh, level that he's been playing at over those years, then that's that's not a bad uh, backup plan to have it right. Good. Got one of the best centres in the league. And then hopefully, like uh, the rookie that they drafted a couple of years ago, um, to play left tackle can, can show up. And then at left guard, they've got um, Isaac Solomon, who is, is, is a decent starting level guard. So they've still got one of the best lines in the league. Um, so he's hopefully can stay upright, stay uh, stay healthy, which he did sort of last year, and kick on with some actually recognisable receivers. Yeah, or it yeah. could all just be a smoke screen and Jalen Hurts is the future. <laughs> that is, there is no. Just way. So everyone knows Jalen Hurts is on five miles. There is no way that Jalen Hurts <laughs> takes over from Carson Wentz. Nah, he's been he's been brought in to be a backup quarterback but who can potentially give them something else and and basically when the Eagles are in a fourth and one situation because Doug Peterson likes to go for it and he knows he's doing a quarterback sneak because he does it a lot is he can put Jalen Hurts in there to do that to protect Carson Wentz from getting injured and it's, it's smart like, oh no yeah we're going to have to sort a bet out for it how many uh, how many snaps he takes yeah. in the year I mean, I'd put it on how many touchdowns he scores. I think that he's going to get snaps, no matter what. None. None. <laughs> no touchdowns. <laughs> Limited snaps. Barely see him. No one will know what number he wears. He'll just carry that clipboard. But I uh, bet Chris already knows what number he wears, so... Come on, Chris. I'm not quite sure. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I feel it might be. I feel it might be eight. That's a weird number. Horrible, horrible QB number. I'm not sure though. Name a good QB that wore eight. Marcus Mariota. 
No, not that great. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Does he wear eight? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, he's only out of year. He he's might, wearing number he two. He might not even be on my list. Maybe he's not on my list, so we'll find out. He's wearing number two. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's my second overall quarterback on my list. <laughs> <laughs> and the moment we've been waiting five weeks for. The top five QBs in the NFL. Just great man, lad think like. Are they the only five with the same on? No, man. I'm sure there's one quarterback who's like third and eight list that were exactly the same. Justin Herbert and these five, what a group. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, uh, um, I mean, what he did last year was 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 something special, wasn't it? Like he, like he was probably the perfect quarterback for that Ravens team because they wanted to run the ball. But I think I didn't really think they thought that they were going to run the ball with the quarterback like, as much as they did. Like picking up over a thousand yards um, just on his feet on his own, and he's like running it in for touchdowns himself. He's what he did last year was special, and it's just whether he can continue to do that year on and year out. Like Michael Vick was able to do it year on and year out, um, and then obviously, well, well, went to prison and then came back out of prison and then was then able to then recreate it again. Um, so whether Jackson can do it consistently, he'll always be compared to Michael Vick because of a similar playing style. And I do hope he can continue and, and be successful in the way that he plays because he's he's so he's so much fun to watch and he makes that Ravens team so much fun to watch. And he's got a perfect cast around him. He's got a great coach. They've got a great defense. They've got some. They've got a, they've got a very good line as well, and they've got. They've got big tight ends you can catch and you can block, which is sort of perfect for his sort of style. Um, and then he's got speed on the outside, so he could be consistently someone who's in this in these top five lists, if not a bit higher. Um, if he continues to play like he did last year, then he moves higher up. It's just whether he can consistently do that, and I hope he can. Yeah, they really built that offense around him last year. Um, honed in on all these skills um, and obviously he had three perfect passer rating games and everyone will always remember the um, the spin move against the Bengals being his, his MVP moment. Well, that's the thing. I think if you just look at his... his if, he, if you just look at his throwing ability, then he's not a top five quarterback. Um, but when you factor into account what he, like you said, like his, his MVP moment was done on the ground, and for a quarterback, you'd prefer your MVP moment to be a, a throw that you make, like in an absolute clutch moment. But that's not who he sort of is. Like what what makes him so dangerous is the fact that you've got to defend the run at all times, which which opens up uh, the outside which makes Baltimore such a dangerous team. Um, and I'd like, I think he'll, his throwing will improve. Um, and it's just, I just hope that he doesn't get injured. Um, and then that affects his, his style of play. Because obviously that is a, that's a worry to have if you're a running quarterback, that you get an injury. And then that then affects that side of your game. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, in terms of him running, it's... I always feel like he's a runner, but he's a smart runner. There's, you always seem to have different types. Uh, you've got people like Wentz who will stick his head in a hole because he wants to get a first down. Or you get people like Jackson who you sort of feel like he'll slide and accept that he's more important. Not saying that Wentz is wrong. It's just a different sort of uh, mindset that they have. And Jackson always seems to take a little pause and he'll... He, he is so sort of electric with his feet and his ability to move and make people miss. Um, but I do think he always protects himself well, which will help him further along in his career. But going back to his um, his throwing, I think, although I do agree that as a thrower of the football, he isn't the top five quarterback, 
it was his throwing that has elevated him this high because without his improvement in that part of his game this year, he wouldn't have won the MVP. He, because if you think back to the year before, uh, they played the Chargers in a playoff game. I actually watched it a couple of days ago. And he just couldn't throw the ball. He couldn't throw the ball all that year. And I don't mean he couldn't throw the ball. He wasn't throwing the ball well. He was just there to run. Flacco was coming in. Flacco was going out. They decided in the off-season that it was Lamar Jackson's team and they worked on it. And by the looks of it, he worked on it, worked on his throwing. And he has still got ways to go. He's not He's not got Patrick Mahomes' arm. He can't make all the throws like him. But like Ben said, he got three games of uh, perfect passer rating. So he's definitely going in the right direction with that. And having the ability to throw the ball as well as he could and run the ball, he could be better than Patrick Mahomes, which is a huge show. That's the thing. Like, I think you hit the nail on the head there where you said that his, his throwing improved and that's why he's seen such a jump. If his throwing doesn't improve, like if his throwing hadn't have improved, then he'd be in those sort of 20s numbers. Um, but his throwing did improve and it made it made him such a dangerous quarterback and it just all sort of came together. And it was un- unfortunate, obviously, like it didn't happen for them in the playoffs, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen for him for years to come because the setup at the moment to be um, a contender like Baltimore pretty much always are, but with a quarterback that can just win your games on his own, where they've they've not obviously they had they had Flacco and that that year they won the Super Bowl. Flacco like played like great for them, but since then like they've never really had that quarterback that can just win games on their own for them. There's and there's, there's not many quarterbacks in the league that can do that, and I think like all of these top five quarterbacks that are in this list. And some of the others, uh, a bit lower down, can win your games just on their own. Yeah, um, obviously, two of his great passing games were against sort of the Bengals and the Dolphins. Not exactly the best team, but obviously, you, you, can't, you still can't just go out there and throw the ball around wherever you want without. Yeah, still starting corners, still NFL safe. Yeah, exactly. I think he does. Um, he has a massively high ceiling. We just have to see if he can crack that code for the playoffs. He's got to go through Mahomes, which is yeah. going to be throughout his career. Um, every year, it's going to be like the next uh, man in Brady. It feels like, and potentially with the guy above in Watson, those three are going to take jumps out of each other in the playoffs. And unfortunately, every year only one of them is going to be there. Yeah, but all. All around fantastic, and um, I suppose year three uh, might be another improvement in yeah every aspect. I think I'd like to see his passing game improve, and maybe them take slightly less runs with the quarterback. But um, if they keep going the same way, I mean they're still destroying teams and winning, so can't argue with it. Can't argue with a winning football team, exactly. <laughs> Uh, next up, both got Sean Watson at four. Um, he's for me, he's another one of your sort of Wentz type quarterbacks who's just got it all, absolutely everything. I don't think there's any part of this game that he lacks. Um, I think possibly the reason is he's not been successful is because of the team he's had. I know he's had DeAndre Hopkins, but Houston have. It feels like as long as he's been in the league, we've always been um, a middle-of-the-road sort of team. They, they make the playoffs, but they never sort of go far in the playoffs. Um, and I think that does just come down to the sort of team they have. And unfortunately, if um, the Texans don't put some weapons around Watson and stop trading him away, we might be looking at Deshaun Watson in seven or eight years looking at him the same way we were looking at Matt Stafford, a little bit disappointed that he hasn't had the same career. Uh, he doesn't have the same weapons uh, and O-line and defence that Wolfert Jackson has. And unfortunately, that hinders him. But in terms of a quarterback, throwing ability, movement within the pocket, 
uh, running the ball. He's got he has got it everything. Yeah, like completely agree again. Like obviously we we obviously see these quarterbacks very similar the, the way we've got them ranked, and I agree with Luke when he says he's very similar to Wentz. Like the very two similar sort of quarterbacks who will look to throw first and then they can extend the play with the legs and then they'll scramble if they need to, but they're never looking to run first. They're always looking to throw the ball downfield, uh, whereas Jackson will look to throw the ball and then if it's not there in, on his first or second read, he'll then take off, whereas these two will go to the third, fourth read um, and then extend and then if all else fails, uh, uh, look to take off. But like Luke said, he's he's got it all, but he can make all the throws and he's unfortunate that they've just traded away one of the best receivers in the NFL. But at the same time, I think they came a little bit predictable on big plays. It was always, well, it's going to go to DeAndre Hopkins, which probably like seven times out of 10, he would, he'd be fine with a double team. He'd still bring, probably bring it down and, and complete the play for them. But no, it makes them a little bit more unpredictable on offense. But the fact that you've got rid of one of the best receivers in the NFL, it's it's a sort of catch twenty two basis where they're no more unpredictable on offense, but they trade away one of the best players in the league. So I just like I said, like Luke said, I hope it doesn't happen to him. What's happened to Stafford, where they end up uh, the one of the best receivers in the NFL leaves that team. And then they don't really build around him and never give him that great support cast. Hopefully, they, they end up doing and they become because he's he's got everything to become uh, and continue to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And it'd be a shame if he never got um, a Super Bowl run because the level of talent that he actually has, um, he he deserves to be on a team that that puts it all together. Yes, yeah, but I suppose we'll see. Um, it's a fantastic quarterback, and he's sort of took over since he came into the league. You were always hearing, if it's not every week, it's every other week that Deshaun Watson's done something else amazing. Um, but he's, his contract in Houston ends in two years' time and he might, if they don't start building around him, then he might just say, he might, he might try and hold out and see where he can get some money. It's, I mean, it's an if, when you look back at the Hopkins trade, because like Chris was saying, it makes them less predictable, and that's great, but they just got such a poor return for him that it just feels a little bit disappointing. I mean, the year before that, I think it was the year before, Ben, you'll know, they went and got uh, Laramie Tunsil, and I believe he's the highest paid tackle at the moment in football, and it looked like the Texans were going after... Um, Weapons and obviously protection for uh, for Watson, but then the year later they trade away like arguably a top three wide receiver in the league, which for a quarterback must be a killer. It just makes no sense that that's what they got for Hopkins, and then the Bills trade away so much for Diggs, and it's well Hopkins is a better receiver than Diggs. Obviously, he's, he's older. Um, and I suppose the contract sort of comes into play. Yeah, they got David Johnson, but David Johnson isn't the David Johnson for the first couple of years of his career. He's he, like he hardly played over the past two years. There's the reason for that. Um, but it's one of them. Like you just don't really know sort of what you're going to get from the Texans this year. What you probably do know that you're going to get is you're going to get the Sean Watson probably running around for his life at some point, spinning away from someone as he's getting tackled. And then throwing a touchdown like he did so many times last year. Yeah, um, I think uh, one of the obviously the big problems with the Texans is um, having the coach also be the GM and be in charge of in charge of players. It, um, so if if the coach fears that feels that someone um, isn't performing to the standard that he wants him to, then he can or he likes another player a little bit better, then he can just trade someone away. So, you know, there's no one overseeing his actions, which is a problem. Yeah, yeah I only think one one coach is worthy of coach slash GM, and that is Belichick. I don't think any other coach in the NFL is worthy of having both of those jobs. Yeah, but um, Watson's great, and all you, if you um, you know if you if you want anything to prove it, then just go look at the. Um, the playoffs versus the Bills this just this past year. 
Um, you know, he managed to wiggle them into the into the next round of the playoffs somehow. And I mean, they were up big against the Chiefs as well. If yeah, the, I mean, if, Mahomes if Mahomes does, if Mahomes does, then potentially they're going uh, a step yeah. further in the playoffs. Yeah, fantastic. Um, obviously, again, same, moving up another step. Yeah, so next up, we've both got uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, um, I mean, what can you say about him? He's been so good for so many years. And then he was probably like, he probably had yeah, a little bit of a down year, probably the last two years, but he's still that good that he makes it at number three on both our lists because there's not many other um, people in the world who can actually do what he can do. Um, he, you just have to look back at some, like some of the games that he's had and some of the throws he's made. I mean, even last year, um, I saw I saw a clip of him the other day where I can't even remember who he was against, and it just shows the clip of him where he's sort of falling down. He throws the ball into the back of the end zone. It, it's absolutely perfectly placed, and then he's watching it back on the big screen, and I don't think even he can believe what he's just done. And he's done that so consistently for so many years. And where I've sort of not breezed down and braided down because I don't feel that they can still consistently perform at the level that they have done in previous years, I think Rodgers can. He's He's been unfortunate in previous years where he's had nothing around him. It sort of looks like they're getting a little bit more around him and sort of having a bit of a run game there as well. But at the same time, he's been absolutely done over by having a quarterback drafted in the first round when they could have took a skilled position for him. I don't think it's time for them to move on from him just yet. He's still got a lot left and he can still he can still win your games on his own. I think if you put a different quarterback on that Packers team last year, they're not the second overall seed in the NFC. They'd be potentially like an 8-8 eight and eight sort of team. But he's that good that he elevates them to... Uh, the second overall seed and I think they could have another run again this year I'd like to see him get another Super Bowl because he deserves more than just one uh, but unfortunately that's all he's got and I think people will always knock him down because he's only got one Super Bowl but when you just look at his play and how good he's been over the years he deserves to be talked about as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time yeah um... Sorry, uh, Luke, you can go. You've got something on the list. I'll um, wait my turn. I just think the last couple of years, I agree with Chris. He, he has you know, not taken a, a sort of backward step. Obviously, not. he's still, well, obviously a top three in our eyes, quite back in the league. But sort of the emergence of Mahomes and him sort of taking a back step has meant he's dropped down. I think if we'd have done this list last year and probably every year for maybe the last five, six, seven, eight years, Rodgers would have been number one for me, no questions asked. I wouldn't even have thought about it if he'd been put in at number one. Uh, obviously, Mahomes has come in and sort of taken, taken the mantle away from him in my eyes. Uh, he's still a phenomenal quarterback. He can still make all the throws. He's just, he is getting a little bit up there in age. I was disappointed with the, uh, the Green Bay Packers taking love. Um, don't get me wrong, Love could be the next Aaron Rodgers for all I know, but it just seemed a bit of a shame when they've gone from being the second seed um, and they weren't even really, it didn't feel like they were in that game against the Niners. They could have taken someone that could have helped them the year after to have another run at the Super Bowl, but unfortunately they, they went the QB route. But like I say, in terms of Rodgers, there's, there's no weakness to his game. Um, some of the moments he's had over the last 10 years, when you think back, there's the, I think it was the playoff game in against Dallas, uh, where he made that throw to Jared Cook on the sideline. That's one that sort of springs to mind. And I remember him just sort of talking about that two-minute uh, drive after the um, after the game and discussing it. And he just, even then, he just seemed so calm and like it was natural and it was always going to happen. And, I think I can't remember who it was from Dallas who mentioned. I think it might have been Jerry Jones. Was when Dallas scored, they all sort of turned around and was like, "We've left too long on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. We've left him too much time." And they knew that Aaron Rodgers, you can't leave him any time on the clock because he's just too good, and he will punish you. 
yeah. Um, obviously, I've, I've watched a lot of um, Aaron Rodgers over his career. With um, I've got two Packers fans in my family. Um, and he's still unbelievably talented. Um, we talked about him once on last week's episode, obviously, um, missing out on the Super Bowl in 2014. But he also he missed out last year and he missed out um, 2016 when the Falcons went. He's always He has carried so many teams to the point of an NFC Championship game, so many Packers squads. And then it's sort of one thing that was out of his control went wrong. Um, and he sort of he ends up um, in a bad place. Um, last year, I think in the second half, I think Rogers really was trying. Even they were down and out in that San Francisco game, and I think Rogers did actually he really tried in that second half to get something going. Um, coming up short again, but he's you know a multiple time MVP. Um, when he starts playing well. He plays really well. You know, he can dance around and extend the play to 10, 14 seconds long. And it's unbelievable that he'll, he'll find someone. Um, and always he always plays with a chip on his shoulder. And I think that makes him better. Um, I, feel, I feel like this, um, this love draft pick actually might um, help him with it, put another chip on his shoulder. And he might come out and surprise us all again next year. Yeah, that could, that could definitely go that way. I do agree with that point, that it could be the sort of fire in his belly, uh, the rock in his ass, whatever you want to say, that sort of reignites that fire a little bit for him and makes him fight for that. Not that it will be a fight, but makes him sort of show this young rookie that he is still number one and he is still, it is still his team. I think you could see a thing with Rodgers where he comes up and he's, he says, comes to his deal, he's like, no, I'm not signing for you again. I'm I'm moving somewhere else. And he then has one last run. And I think something that would be absolutely perfect for him is if that happens over the next one, two years and he ends up going to, say, the 49ers and he gets himself with Carl Shanahan like such a good OC and a good team around him and that could and he could have like that like, right well I'm just gonna have one last run, get another Super Bowl, I'm a two time um Super Bowl champ. Um and then he's in that sort of bracket with with Manning uh, for the two time uh, uh, two time Super Bowl champ and solidifies himself as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Obviously I I, I love it too. I feel like that 49ers, if he went there, it's, um, it's it's fantastic. It's you know it's a dream come true for Aaron Rodgers. He finally gets to go to his childhood team and where he should have gone in the draft if it wasn't for um, them them picking Alex Smith that year. Um, and I feel like that's sort of he might be he gets to be a bit more creative um, with a coach that finally understands his offense. So number two. We've got both of us, Russell Wilson. Um, I think over the last few years, I think he's started, people have started to realise just how good he is, but maybe four or five years ago, people didn't, they sort of disregarded him a little bit and he wasn't seen as good as he was. And don't get me wrong, he's improved over that time, but around the sort of Legion of Boom time, he was disregarded a little bit. It wasn't his team, it was their team, it was a defensive team, and he just played a part. Whereas when that all started to break down and those players started to leave, you start to see what Russell Wilson was really about. And as a Rams fan, I cannot, I mean, I, I love Russell Wilson, but in terms of having to play him twice a year, it kills because he's just a phenomenal quarterback and can escape. You can have him in the clutches, you can have him tackle, it's looking like he's got a sack and then he just moves and escapes and he throws a bomb down the field and he scores. There's, there's the one against the Cardinals where he was running round, running round, running round, then throws it to the ball and on the sideline they score. And For a while, I didn't even, it was like you can't even sort of fathom how he was able to do it and find him, but 
that's the type of player Russell Wilson is. He's, he is a, 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 the top of his game and he is arguably, I mean, some people may argue he's better than Mahomes. I think Mahomes tips him more. He's in and around this number and he will be probably for the rest of his career. Yeah, I think he. I think he's. I think it's unfortunate that he's not really got a very good offense around him. They seem to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Well, it's the fourth quarter. We're down by uh, ten points. Uh, uh, Russell will need you to basically put the ball in your hands now and, and win us the game. And he seems to be a quarterback who's always um, when you're watching red zone and you see that Seattle are down in the fourth quarter by by 10 points and he then brings them back to within three and then he's got the ball on a last-minute drive and when he's got the ball with less than two minutes in the game, you always think that you're going to have a chance of potentially winning the game. Um, and like you said, he's bit, he was a bit underrated at the start of his career because of the team he had around him then, the Legion of Boom team. And then know that all that's gone and it's just his team. They've never really put too much around him. Well, I'm hoping that they sort of do now that they've got uh, they've got DK Metcalf and like you said, they've uh, they've got uh, Baldwin as well. So um, hopefully they can start to build more and more around Russell Wilson of him throwing the ball rather than looking to be a run first team. Uh, but he's got everything that you want and yeah, he's, he doesn't quite pip Patrick Mahomes for us both, but if Patrick Mahomes never, if Patrick Mahomes would have become a baseball player, uh, then Russell Wilson's the number one uh, quarterback in the NFL. He's just that good. Um, and what he can do on a weekly basis, where you said like he runs around and then firing into the corner of the end zone, there's only really him, Mahomes, and probably Rodgers that can make those sort of throws. Um, obviously, like Watson and Jackson can both like run around and Wentz as well can run around and extend the play. But just Wilson and Mahomes, for me, are just on that other level compared to all other quarterbacks at the minute. Yeah, um, I'm very high on Russell Wilson. Uh, and I probably would put in an argument for him um, being over Mahomes, you know. But again, Mahomes is... Um, a really great QB, uh, but we'll get on to him. Wilson, I feel, wins so many games on his own, um, and he is the he is that Seattle team. He um, he's in the prime of his career, and he's highly accurate. Also, coming from a baseball background like Patrick Mahomes, which obviously helps, um, and then it helps in his run game. He knows when to slide and not take hits. You know, he's someone who doesn't get injured and he's he's going to be around for a long time making crazy plays and great throws. I do feel sorry for him a little bit because I feel like when Rodgers has taken this sort of step back, I feel like Mahomes has turned up. So, in my eyes, he's never had that, that year or two years of being the best quarterback in the league. Um and if Mahomes keeps carrying on the way he does, then I don't think he will. But I am a, a big fan of Russell Wilson. I'd say he's number two on both of our lists. Yeah, I just I just hope he has that one year where he where he has like an MVP year because every year he seems to be in the talk for it. But there's always someone who just has that little bit extra. Yeah. Like Jack, Jackson last year, Mahomes like the year before. And I think it's going to be between those three, maybe Wentz. For the next couple of years coming, it will be those those guys who are vying for the MVP, um, and it's because those are the guys who could just do things on a on a football field that that no one else can. Um, and he's just, like you say, it's just unfortunate that he's got like he's in the league at the same time as Patrick Mahomes, just for the same as all over thirty nine guys on this list. They're all sort of living in in Patrick Mahomes' shadow. Which sort of takes us seamlessly on to number one, which is which is uh, number one overall. Patrick Mahomes, you know, just got that five hundred million dollar deal, um, ninety nine overall on Madden. Like everything about him, he, he is the face of the NFL at the minute, and rightfully so because of the, what he's been able to do. 
in his first, well, three years because he didn't play in his first year. His first three years in the league is just, it's, it's ridiculous basically, isn't it? Like that first year where he threw for 50 touchdowns, last year where he comes back from injury and as soon as he comes back, he just changes that team completely. I obviously got the Super Bowl last year. I mean, some people will always say that, oh, well, he's got such a good team around him, such talented receivers around him, but he elevates those receivers to be um, what they are. Like Tyreek Hill isn't as good as he is if he's not got Patrick Holmes, who's able to put that ball 50 yards downfield in the air on the absolute money. If he's got Drew Brees throwing him the ball, for instance, you can't get out of Tyreek Hill what you would want because Tyree Kill is a speedster who can stretch the field and Mahomes is the perfect quarterback for him. And there's there's not much you can really say that he's not really got anything any flaws to his game. He can run and extend the play if he needs to, like you saw against the Titans in the playoffs, where he sets off and he scores like a forty yard touchdown with his legs. He's just everything that you would want in a quarterback and the Chiefs are set now for the next ten years. Yeah, I think unfortunately for the rest of the NFL, you've got to deal with Patrick Holmes every year for, like you said, 10, maybe even 15 years. And watching Patrick Holmes, I, I don't get me wrong, I've not been watching the NFL for for my entire life, but I've been watching it for, for long enough and I've seen him do things that I've never seen anyone else do and I've never seen clips of anyone else do. And, he just seems like he's he's on that next level, um, and maybe we'll find that QBs are elevated and they're getting better, and the next few guys that start coming in start taking that step, and we find there's a, another level above. But I can't see it. I just feel like Mahomes was going to be the number one for some time, and I think we 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 could be looking at potentially at the end of his career the greatest ever. Quarterback, I know that's a big show, but I just think he is that good. That's the thing. He's just got to consistently do it now. And if if you just look at his first couple of seasons, if he can just do over the next like ten, fifteen years to not even to that level, like even just ninety percent of that, then I think then yeah, he is the greatest quarterback of all time because what he's done in those first years is just absolutely ridiculous. No one else has been able to do that. And some of the throws he makes, like his no look throws. I was a video online today of him throwing it, like yeah. round the back, round the back of him, backhanded. It's just like if he does that in a game, like he should. How do you how do you defend him? You can't. He's like there's you can't. There's not enough words to describe him as to how good he actually is. Yeah, um, he's definitely the only quarterback that. Could get that deal. No one, other, I don't think there's anyone else that I'd, I'd pay that money to. Um, he came into the oh. league and he effortlessly threw 50 touchdowns in his first year. That's something that Tom Brady only did when he had Randy Moss. You know, it's, it's not something that you can just go and do. Um, he took a slight step back on the amount of touchdowns, but he was, I think. He massively improved last year uh, in his reading of the game and the way he actually played. Yeah, I think when it's all said and done, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have all these records, most touchdowns in a year, highest passer rating over a career, most uh, most yards in a year. He is, like you say, he is just that good. I think we could probably spend the next half an hour all pouring over how good Patrick Mahomes is, to be honest. Yeah, um, I think he's definitely going to change the game. Um, and you said that QBs are improving. Um, obviously, the next sort of big QB coming out of college is, uh, is Trevor Lawrence uh, next year. Um, he, looks, he looks set to sort of be another great quarterback. But I honestly think that Patrick Mahomes does things that even, even he couldn't do. And um, people talk about Trevor Lawrence's being the next sort of Peyton Manning and this great QB that will take over the league. I think in a few years' time it'll be who's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes, and that'll be yeah. the that'll be how everyone refers to the QB level. That is the benchmark, and 
I think that's just the case. Well, uh, we seem to have uh, used up our time limits. So um, that'll be it for this time. Um, you're both going to be joining us for the quiz next time round. I've got to defend my title, haven't I? You've got your camera this time as well. Yeah, I've got my camera, so, mate, so I'll have to hold my hands up for <laughs> <laughs> Um, thanks everyone for watching uh, we'll see you later cheers cheers guys hey everyone thanks for watching if you enjoyed the video please remember to like and subscribe for more content from us and check out all of our social media links down in the description Spotify Facebook Twitter and Instagram remember to watch all the other content on the Bandit Show and see you next time